Welcome, welcome everyone to another episode of Her Healing Hour, and I'm your host, Lisa, aka the Alkali Yogi. <laughs> First, let me begin by saying that I have received everyone's messages and emails from around the world regarding last week's episode on EMFs. I couldn't be more grateful. Listening to how so many of you felt the immediate benefits of sleeping without your mobile devices in the same room or having them on airplane mode, or how by turning your Wi-Fi routers off at night helped you to access more meaningful, restful sleep. Because this is exactly why I created this space and this podcast. As a certified holistic lifestyle coach, I've benefited from making small, significant changes to my lifestyle, and I believe that part of my purpose is to share my findings with my community at large. After last week's meaty conversation on EMFs in our environments, it got me to thinking more about our individual environments, our homes, and what we could do to create a space that is more conducive to healthy living. So. The topic of discussion today centers around household cleaning products and why you may want to consider spending your green dollars on green products. I'll argue what you use in your home ends up in your body by way of your mouth, your nose, your eyes, and of course through the largest organ of all, your skin. In other words, what's in your home ultimately ends up in your body. Not too long ago, our parents and grandparents were making their own cleaning products for the most part from common household pantry items like vinegar, citrus, and thyme. Thyme being the herb, (laughs) not thyme being (laughs) actual thyme. (laughs) Eventually, as as the households moved more towards a two-income model, And with women now entering the workforce, homemade cleaning products were replaced with store-bought cleaning products. The convenience of conventional and mass-produced cleaning products certainly afforded consumers the luxury of grab-and-go. But what else are we getting for our money? In an article that I came across in the Huffington Post titled, Seven Ways Your House Is Making You Sick from April 2014, It stated, the use of conventional cleaning products contributes to higher pollution indoors than outdoors. Volatile organic compounds known as VOCs, which have been associated with a host of health problems like damage to the liver, damage to the kidneys, and damage to the central nervous system are released when products are used and stored. They can also linger in the air long after use. Those products that you've been buying for many years now may cause eye irritation, headaches, breathing problems, and at worst can be carcinogenic. On top of that, many people clean with them, but they don't take the precautions against their harmful effects. When you clean with chemical-laden cleaners, you should be wearing gloves, opening the windows, diluting the product, and using no more than what's recommended on the label. 
the Environmental Workgroup recommends that you avoid products with any of the following seven compounds in them because they are known to be dangerous. Now, before I proceed to butcher these compounds, let me just state that they will be included in the show notes. So compounds to avoid as per the Huffington Post. 2-butylxanthal, aliphenol extolytes, extolytes, <laughs> dye, as in D-I, D-Y-E, so like color, dye, <laughs> ethmelomines, fragrance, pine or citrus oil, which with smoggy air can turn into formaldehyde. And lastly, quaternary ammonium compounds. According to the Huffington Post, a safer solution would be to mix vinegar and water to clean glass, use of baking soda as an abrasive scrubbing product, and soap and water for many other household chores. But I found much more. According to thespruce.com, small children and pets are especially vulnerable to higher exposure levels of toxic cleaning products because of their size. Plus, household cleaning supplies are one of the top five substance classes accounting for calls to the National Poison Control Center, according to its 2010 annual report. So if you're not sold on green products, at the very least, wear gloves. And at the very least, crack open a window. At the very least, dilute the product. And finally, at the very least, use no more than recommended. The article on thespruce.com continues to say, Feel better with green cleaning products, literally. Unlike conventional cleaning products, you'll know that what you're using won't harm you, your family, or your pets. And symptoms such as coughing, sneezing, skin rashes, headaches, and more may mysteriously disappear once you stop using toxic cleaning chemicals. Considering many of the hazardous chemicals in conventional products are often carcinogens, neurotoxins, mutagens, teratogens, or endocrine disruptors, it is definitely worth ditching them in favor of natural clean, naturally green cleaning products. And again, if you're not sold on going green here, please just store these items safely away from your children and your pets. Now, for those of you that are entertaining making the old switcheroo to green products, I commend you. I know it can be challenging to make change and more so now than ever because we find ourselves very isolated and polarized. Before I go any further, I'm going to take a small little detour. <laughs> I wouldn't be Lisa if I didn't. So I just want to say that generally speaking, yeah, I feel like we've become very comfortable. 
in buying whatever is sold to us. No questions asked like, do we need it? Is it essential? Is it safe? What will the consequences be on us and nature after use? The reason I say this is because there are so many useless and harmful products on shelves that we purchase in abundance. We've made corporations and their shareholders very wealthy buying products that are not needed. Air fresheners, for example, extremely toxic, bad for the environment, bad for your lungs. Dryer sheets emit tons of chemicals into the home whilst in the dryer, and they add an additional layer of toxicity to your clothing. Sports drinks, they do the exact opposite of what they promise. Instead, to freshen the air in your home, could you not just open a window, maybe diffuse some essential oils? Or how about baking a pie, making some homemade Indian masala chai? <laughs> Try that for some beautiful fragrance and aroma in your home. And in lieu of dryer sheets, which are, like I said, also very useless, could you not just use a really good non-toxic laundry detergent and maybe consider drying, air drying most of your clothing on a clothes horse? And the stuff that you know you won't like to put on a clothes horse, and I get it, like your jeans or maybe your socks and your towels, well, you could throw that into the dryer for a reduced amount of time now because most of your stuff is drying on clothes horse. And what you'll find out is that they come out beautifully soft and smelling like whatever essential oil was in your natural and eco-friendly laundry detergent. Look at that. No, dry sh no dryer sheet needed. Try it for yourself. I've personally not used a dryer sheet in almost two decades. And I, like you, take pride in my garments. Finally, any respectable MD or holistic practitioners will tell you that the human body was designed to drink one beverage and one beverage only. And that is mineral rich spring water. When you add additives, sweeteners, colors, and dyes, you are effectively dehydrating yourself, full stop. There is simply no faster, more efficient way to hydrate the body than to consume quality water. And if it's been filtered, just add a pinch of sea salt. It will remineralize and instantly add electrolytes. Once again, won't mother nature do it? <laughs> what I'm getting at is the more we can question things and their validity, right? The more, you'll, the more you'll discover how little you actually need. Let me give you an example, vinegar. Vinegar is great for a multitude of different reasons and uses, but we'll speak specifically to the removal of weeds. Vinegar is a great way to remove weeds naturally. And I'm about to take another small detour Weeds are not all that bad, guys. In fact, weeds are your soil's report card. 
We can learn a lot about the condition of our soil by observing and maintaining weeds. Mother Nature is beautiful in her own way and she doesn't conform to manicured looks. Okay, but back to my point at hand. So vinegar is a great way to remove weeds if you're going to do so. <laughs> and yet, when a corporation demands to be the monopoly in weed removal and creates a product that leads to cancer and negatively impacts the environment via um, chemtrails that's polluting the air and the chemtrails that are polluting the soil and also polluting the water through runoffs, why do we continue to support and create further demand for these products or for this particular product? Is it because we've buried our heads in the sand, I wonder? Have we become sleepwalkers? Do we just take anything that's sold to us? And who is in charge of protecting us and nature from the harmful effects of these products in the marketplace? It's not enough that Roundup is paying over $10 billion in cancer-related damages. Hang on, wait a minute. You didn't know this? Is this news to you? <laughs> well, yes. Let me tell you. America's favorite fertilizer, Roundup, has been forced to settle and pay out a whopping $10 billion in damages to consumers who used their products and developed non-Hodgkin's lymphoma as a result. And you know what, guys? My guess is that they are actively lobbying for a bill that will protect them from future lawsuits, not unlike how vaccine manufacturers are now protected. And this is why it goes back to when we become critical thinkers again and we become intelligent consumers, then it becomes easier for us to come to terms with the fact that the responsibility to, main, to create and then maintain a healthy and safe home is really on us. Because in case you haven't figured it out yet, no one else will care more about your well-being and that of your loved ones than you. And you know what's crazy? Roundup is still very much in business and they're not even required to, affi to affix a warning label that their products are, are harmful enough to cause cancer. The point I'm getting at is that just because it's in stores or on shelves, it doesn't mean it's safe or even essential. And if you'd like to read up more on this lawsuit and this historic win, if we can call cancer diagnosis and a payday a win for any consumer, then please refer to the New York Times article that was published on the 24th of June, 2020, titled Roundup, Makeup to, sorry, titled Roundup Maker to Pay $10 Billion to Settle Cancer Suits. So back to the green stuff. Is the green stuff accessible? Is it effective? Is it affordable? I'm here to tell you, yes, yes, and yes. <laughs> and this is coming, by the way, from a person that is admittingly OCD and anal retentive when it comes to cleanliness and germs. For me, if it doesn't say disinfectant and I'm using it in the bathroom, I'm not buying it period. <laughs> but thankfully, there are many bathroom cleaners out there that will kill germs and viruses on site without the use of toxic and harmful ingredients. 
And when I say toxic and harmful, I mean both to you and our glorious planet. Let's talk accessibility. According to packagedfacts.com, sales for eco cleaners jumped from $300 million in 2007 to $640 million in 2011. In only four short years, sales more than doubled. A large part of that increase can be attributed to greater access to these eco-friendly products in regular stores. Also in convenience stores or bodegas for my New Yorkers. Whereas prior to that, accessing eco-cleaners meant purchasing them online or shopping in niche health stores. And according to cleanconscious.com, you can add some green to your pocketbook by making your own green cleaning products or save money by buying eco-friendly all-purpose cleaners that do multiple jobs so you won't have to purchase other products. With more and more manufacturers entering the green cleaning scheme, I meant scene, <laughs> no, that was not a Freudian slip. <laughs> Natural products are often competitively priced with their conventional chemical-laden counterparts, and in some cases are even cheaper. According to Go Green, recent studies have shown that office buildings which have gone green have measurable financial gains due to employee health, productivity, and retention, as well as lower operating costs and even certain government incentives. And now back to cleanconscious.com, they go on to say about effectiveness and affordability. Traditional and green cleaners are actually very similar in costs and effectiveness. For example, according to Raycom Group, a price comparison of items on staples.com shows that the average all-purpose traditional cleaner costs an average of 15 cents per ounce, whilst the green all-purpose cleaners cost 14 cents per ounce. So in this case, the green alternative was actually more cost-efficient. For novice greenies, a tremendous site that I personally recommend to keep those price points low is brandless.com. They are more than just good. They are clean and they're no frills, just substance. And trust me, they are less expensive than their harmful counterparts. And lastly, I would like to offer you a recipe for three all-purpose natural eco-friendly cleaners that you can make at home today. I pulled this recipe from thespruce.com. So grab a pen and a paper or jot this down in your notes. This is what you'll need. Three mason jars, three spray bottles, preferably glass, three fruits, which include lemon, orange, and limes, and handful of the following herbs sage, mint, and basil. Four cups of white vinegar and a pot to bring the vinegar to a simmer. Now, let's begin. Set up your three mason jars and peel the skin of the three fruits. So peel the skin of your lemon, 
of your orange and your limes. I say limes because you'll probably need two, especially if they're small. Once you've peeled each fruit, put each individual fruit peel in its own mason jar. And then add a handful of each of the herbs to said jars. So for the um, lemon jar, add a handful of sage. For the orange jar, add a handful of basil. And for the lime jar, add a handful of mint. And then pour a cup of that warm, gently simmered vinegar to each mason jar. Seal with a lid and let sit overnight. The next day, transfer one part of your scented vinegar now to the spray bottle. Add two parts of water. Do that for all three and voila! all-purpose cleaner for multiple rooms and for a multitude of surfaces that won't break the bank or your health. <laughs> Thank you all kiddos for your attention. Thank you for tuning in once again. I am the Alkali Yogi and I am available at Alkali Yogi, spelled exactly as it sounds, A-L-K-A-L-I-Y-O-G-I or at Alkaline Yoga Retreats, which is spelled A-L-K-A-L-I-N-E-Y-O-G-A-R-E-T-R-E-A-T-S. Your one source to a fully comprehensive retreat, by the way, which is co-hosted by yours truly, at the home of the legendary Dr. Sebi in Honduras. Stay posted on Alkaline Yoga Retreats for the upcoming dates. And if you prefer to just email me, you can always find me at alkaliyogi at yahoo.com. Thank you so much. I hope you got something out of this. Please share and let me know your thoughts. Until next week, please be well and stay well. <laughs>